Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Taking on the Titans, standing up for the little guy. It's The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. At uh, Jones Vox tweets, withdrawal from opioids needs attention. Took me nine weeks. Severe tachycardia, vomiting, insomnia, etc. Lost 30 pounds. Scary. Lost 30 pounds. Scary. Opioids, what we were talking about the last hour. But it all fits together with the issue of health care and proper attention, proper care. I found it very interesting, uh, very interesting that our... That uh, when we were speaking with um, Dr. Fiona Campbell, she drew the line from pain to social isolation to depression to suicide. We were talking to Michael, started to talk to Michael in the last hour, pulled over to talk to us about the issue of opioids and pain. And Michael, uh, thank you. We got your number. We called you back. I wanted to speak with you. I wanted to hear your story. Please, please tell us what happened. What, what, what happened to you? Well, sir, um, due to a, a workplace accident, I, I had my legs crushed uh, back oh. in 98. Went through extensive rehab in which, in fact, opioids was the last resort after, I want to guesstimate, 40 to 50 different types of medications and um, as we crossed each one off, it became more apparent that, that an opioid was going to be uh, what was going to be needed. And then yeah, after all these years, uh, finally was then diagnosed with uh, a disease or uh, it's called RST, is reflex sympathetic disorder, in which the nerve endings are... Um, <laughs> sending signals that they shouldn't be, that the, the pain shouldn't be there. Um, I, I think they classify it as a phantom pain. Right. So when uh, people lose a limb, for example, they'll feel the pain in the limb that's been amputated. Correct. And and that's a lot of people that end up with the, with severe injuries end up uh, with what's known as a, a CRPS, a complex regional pain syndrome, which... Uh, you were talking about diseases, uh, first time hearing about it. Um, there are pain diseases, but the opioid therapy uh, really, for me, didn't come until the very end when I became suicidal. Um, the doctors did not want to put me down that road. Uh, we tried everything possible. Now I've been on opioids for five or six years, and uh, it helps. It's not a cure-all, um, but I I don't think I would be alive today without them. Um, the pain was just too severe, and um, 
if they're taken away, I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't live like that. Um, that's just fact. Uh, so what I understand, what I understand is going to happen, is that, uh, and I like to research things before I go on the air with the subject, and this one was, I think, significantly important because of the numbers of people who are affected, and I only kept hearing one side of the story. Um, what I hear is they're going to have a maximum daily dosage. Now, this don't take this as gospel. This is what I've been able to find out. And I think we heard Dr. Yerling say something like that. There'll be a maximum daily dosage that is permitted, um, which hopefully will be okay, but it's lower than what many people are receiving from their doctors now. What is frightening and what we heard from, I, I don't know whether it was Dr. Yearling or Dr. Campbell, one of them said that some doctors are not prescribing opioids at all anymore because they're afraid that they'll be severely judged by regulatory agencies. So even though it's still perfectly acceptable, well, maybe not acceptable, but it's legal for doctors to provide opioids, they're not doing it because they're afraid for themselves, for their own professional well-being. That's insane. I don't believe that that's new, though, to be honest with it you. You know what? It probably isn't. It probably uh, isn't. Um, I, I, as I said, mine was a last resort. I don't yeah. know if it was because of my age at the time, being in my, my mid to late 20s. I'm not sure why, but... So I your feeling, not, Michael, Michael, your sense is they should have gone to the opioids a lot sooner. For myself, yeah. We, it, it took... It took a hospital visit for an attempted suicide Good Lord. pain for them to actually, uh, my team of doctors, not just one, to say, hmm, let's send this guy to a, a pain specialist who then looked at the entire picture from all the doctors and said, hold on a second, uh, let's, let's give this guy something so he can uh, function somewhat. Um, now, my, my medication, though, it, it is regulated. I have X amount of pills per month. I am not allowed to get any more, um, even if I go through them. Uh, I am drug tested every two months. Seriously? Yeah, I, I have to go through urination's uh, uh, screening this, through my family doctor. So I'm not sure how these drugs are making it to the street, to be honest with well, you. Well, they're being imported from other countries. That's, again, that's, those are stories that you find that they're being imported from other countries, and they're not necessarily what the same caliber that you would get here. Can I ask you to, could, you, could I ask you to do one thing for us? Yeah. Would you explain what it's like to live with the kind of pain that makes you suicidal? What is that pain like? What is what? What is the pain? I think you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm asking yes, you. Yes, no. I, I can describe this, and and unfortunately, your listeners still won't understand um, unless they've been there. I got two types of pains. You have your aches, your joint pain, your arthritic pain, which is one thing that can be very extreme on days, and then you have this nerve pain. Now, this nerve pain if I'm to describe it and what I've said to my doctors is take a, a, a nail, a roofing nail, and put that in hot coals. Make that 
and make that red hot. Now start jabbing yourself with it. You lose your breath. You, you, you don't breathe. You bend over in agony. Um, everything stops. Everything ceases. And you pray to God that it ends. And even the opioids sometimes don't help with that. If you got multiple different types of pain, for me, I have the joint pain, it will trigger the nerve pain. If the joint pain increases, the nerve pain increases. Um, I, I don't know how to describe it except take the worst. What I've read is, uh, and I, I don't know, I'm not a lady, uh, it is actually worse than childbirth. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but for me, it's take my breath away, hold your breath, turn beet red, and just hope to God it ends, and, and you'll want, you'll do anything to make it end. And this would and, happen, um, this would happen every day to you? It happens in multiple days. I'm going to cry just, I'm a 45-year-old man about to cry just thinking about it, because it ruins your life. Um, I, yeah, I'm seeing a, psych a psychiatrist. I have the medications for that. I currently take 22 pills a day. Yikes. And that includes three oxyneal, which is oxyset, but it you can't crush it. So oxyneal is, uh, is what they prescribe me. You can't crush it and inject it. Um, that's oxy and then i have um also for breakthrough pain uh another dose of oxy that i can take three four times a day uh for when those episodes happen um but lost family uh you have to you have to get away from them because any types of stress uh it just triggers it and um so you you do you you take your yourself away from society um, and that again, that leads to the depression, just as the previous caller was saying, it is a vicious cycle. And, and unless that pain is controlled, you're not going to get rid of it. You have would you to like, would you, I'm, mediate I, I, it. I, I, I want to talk to you again, uh, cause there's, there's a lot to talk about here and this, yeah. we'll have to get to this issue some more. And I want to do it from the patient's perspective, but would you explain to us in the time we have left? Yeah. Why the hell would they say to you, you only have this many to last you for the month, and it doesn't matter if your pain becomes such that you're feeling suicidal. We're only going to give you X number for the month. Good luck to you, Michael. Why would they do I, that? Have they, has anybody explained that to you? Um, I haven't really, no, I haven't asked, to be honest with you. I get three oxyneo, 20 milligrams I can take per day. And that's a long-lasting, non-crushable uh, ox, uh, uh, oxy. And but they did give me breakthrough pain oxy, which I can take uh, one to two tablets by mouth every four hours. Are you uh, are you helped? Do you find? And I, I have to do this fairly quickly. Yeah. Are, are you are you? How much would you say your pain is reduced? How livable is your life? when you take the maximum that you've been permitted, because it doesn't sound to me like you're getting enough. 
uh, just, just, I'm just, yeah. just my sense from your call. Uh, how livable does your life become when you take the maximum? How much better are you? Twenty percent, thirty percent, fifty percent, eighty percent? What would you say? You know, sir, that it, 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 that's a hard question because the pain varies yeah. every day. I'm going to say twenty to thirty percent. Oh my goodness! And I would, and and that's at max. Oh my goodness! Um, but that make that's livable for me. That's not oh, going to get you know me something. out for the day. That's going to get me off the couch for a couple hours. That's about it. Wow. Anybody else, it would floor them that amount of pain. Michael. And, and that's what happened. I sent me to the hospital. Michael. Yes, sir. We don't have a system where, please don't call me, sir. We, <laughs> we, 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 we don't have a system that is supposed to say to a patient, we're going to make you 20% better. Maybe 30% better. We don't want it because we don't like the drug we're giving you, even though it's regulatory approved. We don't like to give it to you. We could give you enough, Michael, to make you 80% better, but we're not going to do that. We're only going to make you 20 or 30% better, and you better be thankful because we may have to deal with that. That's we, You and I are going to talk again. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you, please. Thank you for the call. Don't call me, sir, please. I have to. You're my elder. Well, yeah, that's true, but you don't have to call me, sir. <laughs> only if you're a politician. You have to call me, sir. And that's when your hands are in my pocket. And their hands are in our pockets all the time. <laughs> Michael, you take good care. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Uh, we'll talk to Michael again. Oh. We're going to make you 20% better. We don't really want to make you 20% better, but we'll make you 20% better, 30%. And the last thing they tried to help him was, was the opioids, and then only when he was getting suicidal. How does that equate with health care? Somebody explain that to me. How is that health care? You know what that is? That's sitting in judgment. When we come back, Dr. David Jacobs, the director of the Coalition of Ontario Doctors, they're not happy with the Wynn government um, through their Care Not Cuts initiative. We'll talk to him about that. Stick around, please.